What's up guys? I just wanted to let you know that today's episode is going to be a recap from an episode uh, a couple months ago where Full Court Press met with uh, and Speak Life. It's another podcast. This podcast um, we are hosting this week because we wanted to give a special shout out to Ed and Ariel who are getting married on March 14th, which is like real soon. And so just to uh, shout them out, shout out their podcast and the amazing union that's about to take place, uh, we just wanted to do a recap this week. And um, it's going to be from when we met with them and we spoke about their podcast, their heart. Um, Even as you listen to it, you can just hear how well they blend together. We are super excited for them. And if you haven't heard this episode before, it's definitely going to be a treat. Enjoy. Mami, dime que tú quieres Llama solo cuando te conviene Pero a mí no me entretienes Yo sé exactamente lo que quieres Eso no funciona aquí, ni allá, ni aquí, ni allá, ni aquí, ni allá Eso no funciona aquí, ni allá, ni aquí, ni allá, ni aquí, ni allá Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into this week's podcast of Full Court Press. Um, Ashley is currently in Guatemala. She is on her, you know, her entrepreneur vacation. May she have her fullest rest possible. But this week we are joined by two special guests. We have Ed and Ariel. Said that wrong. (laughs) Um, And Ed and Ariel are actually hosts of a podcast called Speak Life. But before we kind of jump into that, we're going to just kind of get a gauge of who these two hosts are, um, why they started the podcast, things like that, and then kind of get right into it. So guys, tell us about yourself. Ladies first. Okay. um, I'm Ariel, 26 years old, born and raised here in Atlanta, Georgia. Born and raised, um, Southside to be specific, and then Southside. Um, the neighborhood started going downhill, so Jeez. my parents moved us up here to good old Gwinnett County. Yeah. Um, my parents are from Cleveland, so nice. people sometimes often think that I am from Cleveland, but I am not from Cleveland. I just went to college there, where I played uh, Division One softball. The D one is very important. I messed that up. It is. I didn't know that. It is. But I try not to to identify myself as an athlete anymore. But um, nice. Yeah, that's pretty much me. Um, I I saw you doing sit ups on a chair. Yeah, I have. I'm not talking about that. But (laughs) I have a blog um, called Exceptionally You, where I speak on um, different pieces of our identity that we as women can find in Christ um, Mm. to kind of relate to. Um, And then yeah, and then I have Speak Life where I just do that, speak life with whoever comes on each week. And yeah, that's nice. pretty much me. Oh, and then I date this fine young man hey. across from me. So. Recording. We don't even date. Yeah. Oh, yes. We're reading, we just, a, book we're reading right a book on that. Dating. We're recording. We're not dating. It's called God's Best. Choosing God's Choosing Best. Choosing God's Best. Wow. Well, yeah. you guys can talk more about that. It's fine. Um, okay. A bit more. I'm Ed. Uh... Ahmed. Ahmed. Yeah, it's not Ahmed, it's Ed. I'm um, 27. I am from Florida, Central Florida to be exact. I've been here since August 11, 2007, though. I got in trouble, so I had to come here. Um, 
For real, that's what happened. Um, what else? I don't know. What do you like to do for fun? What do I like to do for fun? Read books. Uh, think of business ideas. Research stuff on Google. Um, Ed also has a clothing line. Oh, the company. It's not yes. even just clothes, but it's company. His Blood Matters. It's how we're rocking. Yes. Uh, Jesus Christ for everybody. Nice. I'm pretty sure. Jesus Christ, those Jesus, There you go. <laughs> L, 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 what is it? What is it? El Tundo Munda? You're talking about Telemundo? Telemundo. That's a television. I'm talking about Jesus Christ for everyone. Oh. Uh, okay. It's we, El Mundo. I feel bad for any Spanish person. It's all good. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, we're so sorry. We appreciate you guys. It. We're working on We're going to Cuba in a couple months. We're going to learn some stuff. Yeah. And Mexico. What's happening in Cuba? We're going on a cruise. Ooh. We're going on a cruise. With our accountability couple. Hey. Yeah. That's how hey. so, I, I right. hate it. Nice. I don't nice. like it, to be honest with you. Yeah. You don't like what? That they're coming. Oh. Well, you know, after you guys get married, you can go all the trips you want to by yourself. Oh, yeah. So there you go. But Cuba's pretty nice. So. Um, yeah. And that's what I do. Go to Fusion and Victory World Church. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm an active outside Christian. I like to be outside and not just in the church all the time. Um, that's awesome. So my next question actually was, um, what's your salvation story? So... Ooh. How do you guys get saved or come to Christ or that's you know, fire? I can go first this time. Okay. Mm. Men first. <laughs> uh, so when I was like twenty, you're first in the church, so. you write leadership. Come on, you know Sorry. what? Go ahead with but your story. But when I was twenty-one, I knew Jesus. I mean, I didn't actually know him, so I'm not even gonna flex. I went to church my whole life. Can't say I knew him at all. I was just there because my parents made me go. Mm. Uh, 20 days, 25 days before I turned 21, I went to jail for the first time. And mm. then the following seven months, I think I went to jail every month after that. So, like, the last time I was there, I had to sit down for, like, a while. Uh, this dude, the first guy I was in a room with, he gave me this pamphlet on, like, Jehovah Witnesses. And I mm. read it, and I was like... I feel like there's more to the story than this. Like, it didn't really make Mm -hmm. any sense. So, I think that was my first time. I was like, God. I I don't even think I said God. I just was like, I I think there's more than this. Like, what's going on? So, then um, got transferred to a bigger jail or prison work camp from the county jail. And then I just really just started reading my word every day. Just like, I got a hold of a Bible. Met, like, this older guy and this other kid named Fresh. And we just would read the Bible every day. Mm-hmm. And I found the purpose-driven life. And I did that for 40 days. And I just, by the end of the time, I just realized, like, how much I actually knew about God. Like, I knew way more than I ever thought I did. So, um, from there, I got out, started trying to correct my life. Um, ran into a lot of trouble still. And then I got mm-hmm. baptized for myself, like, without my, because I've been baptized when I was a child. I didn't yeah. know what was going on. Yep. But I got baptized for myself August 17th, I think, 2014. And then I've been on this salvation faith walk of like undoing the previous 20 something years mm. of my life. So, like, <laughs> I will say when you do come to salvation, those people who are like, 
I came to God and I never did anything wrong again. Mm, like yeah. they're lying. My, life, <laughs> my life's been hard for the last four years. I've been through all kinds of stuff. I think it gets there harder. Will be it does, yes. definitely gets harder. The word says yes. it'll get harder. It yes. says you'll be persecuted in my name. Like that's a terrible pitch Yeah. to get yeah. somebody to follow you. Yeah. What about you? Um, my story's a little bit different. So um, I didn't really grow up in the church. Um, we went on Christmas and Easter and... That oh, was it. You were one dose. Yeah, but when we <laughs> but when we did go, we did go to Victory, which is crazy. Oh, which is nice. kinda like how I knew about it. But um so I was driving back. I was dating somebody who lived in Alabama at the time. Red flag. Yep, and it was not a good relationship at all. Like it was one that was very much so revolved around drinking mm. and just like being out, partying, um, it was verbally abusive, um, as well as very controlling. Like, he would tell mm. me what I could wear, would buy me clothes, like, that I would have to wear, that kind of stuff. Um, and I remember leaving one weekend after being, like, so drunk that I had bruises on my body. Yeah. Like, I, woke, I didn't know, like, what happened. Um, and I was driving in my car back home, and I just remembered, like, saying, like, God, I don't really know how to pray. I don't know mm-hmm. if this is how you're supposed to do it, but, like... Yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. So, like, if you... Because I, I didn't have the courage to break up with him. So, I was like, if you get him to break up with me, then, like, the rest of my life, I will be yours, like, to hmm. do with whatever, like, you want me to do. Like, I will go wherever. I will talk to, to whoever, like, you tell me to talk to. Like, I just need this one big favor. If you give me this one big favor, let's, let's do this. And literally, a week later, he broke up with me. So then the following week, I was like, Ed's like, yeah. yeah. I still want to meet the guy. <laughs> no, Just that's to... okay. <laughs> the, the following week, I was like, well, I'm not going back on my promise. Like, the Sunday came up. Um, so I started going to Victory on the regular. And um, the week I went, they were, like, talking about small groups. Mm. So I joined a small group. Um, and then from there... I pretty much, like, just dove head in. Like, I just would Google a lot of stuff to try to figure stuff out because I didn't really know who to talk to or who to ask. Because, like, I don't know if anybody else has ever experienced this, but, like, at small group, like, I would feel like, dang, like, they all know so much, and here I am, like, super new. I don't know any of this stuff. Like, I didn't even have a Bible. I didn't know about the Bible app. They were like, you don't know about the Bible app? I was like... No, I don't yeah. know about the Bible app. Like, but then I like learned all of that, um, and then from there, pretty much just yeah. been constantly just walking and constantly seeking to to know more. Um, just this time. So I guess for both of you, um, in that season of just getting to know who God was and understanding individually um, who He was in your life, what would you say was the biggest asset in that moment? The biggest thing that really helps you understand just the relationship with God and mm, all of that. Question. Um, I will say the biggest thing that helped me was when I realized like Jesus was human. He was mm. here. He walked on earth. Therefore, yeah. when he went on the cross, he knew, he knew that I would be here mm. right now, presently today. Yeah. So therefore, you know, he sees everybody, like all of our different things are going on. Like a lot of times I think we put Jesus in this box, like, oh, like it's not relatable. Like, but a lot of the things that Jesus went through with being persecuted, you know, just different things like that, Mm -hmm. his walk of people not believing him, like the miracles that he performed, like 
people mm-hmm. not thinking like like wait what is this that kind of stuff like a lot of times as christians we deal with that too like yeah. something's different about you but i don't know what it is and a lot of times people don't want to ask us exactly what it is they just kind of say that like what yeah. is that instead of seeking so i think that was probably the biggest thing for me was just identifying jesus as like an actual mm-hmm. person it's good i'm gonna mm-hmm. say that what helped me get through is what you're saying yeah i so, think understanding mm-hmm. that First off, God saved us knowing all the baggage and past and everything we've done. So like everything we carried. So the time I spend being ashamed about like my past choices instead of when he brought something up to me about my past or about me instead of acknowledging it and finding him in it. I think that's when that's like the biggest thing they carried, like all of my sins, all of the stuff I still do wrong today. Like there's no excuse for anything and yeah. we're too old to make excuses. But he uses every moment to like point out new stuff yeah. about him. So that's I think good. just use acknowledging that every that nothing is wasted. Yeah. That's the quickest, easiest way to say it. that nothing is wasted on her, this walk with purpose. God. It's yeah. all for some reason. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So on the other side of that, if there was one person, one person you can meet from the Bible, who mm. would it be? One. And let's not say Jesus. We all want to meet nah. Jesus. We all yeah. love Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. We, we all will meet Jesus. I want to meet Jacob. Jacob, really? Jake, I want to meet Jacob and I want to meet Israel. One person. It's, the same, it's the same person. Same person. Okay. I want to meet him. You want to meet both okay. sides. Yeah. First like off, before. he was like, like the original finesse king. Like he was on, he was on the wave. Like you know how far you got to be to trip people out of birthrights and all oh, this, like yeah. whole everything. Yeah. Yes. So I think he was like that was interesting. And then the faith it takes to really kind of like call God out and like, yo, bro, I don't even want an angel. I want nothing. Like you mm. come here. Like to yeah. call God out himself. And like, yo, I don't care how long that's it takes. That's super faith. That's fire. Yeah. And then actually like, and then God pulls up and he's like, bet, let's scrap. And then like go, <laughs> like that's just like. Translation. Yeah, man, like that. That's a new way. So that's, do you feel like you relate to Jacob? Definitely. I, be, I, I don't feel like. It's not, I don't, I don't look at it as disrespect because I never use God's name in vain or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But you can't, like, to, to for me to feel like I can bring something to God that would scare him off or make him, like, oh, wince or something yeah, like yeah. that, that's almost, like you said, putting him in a box and belittling. So I feel like, God, this is what's going on. I've mm-hmm. masturbated before and literally been like, you see me, God. Like, this is trash. <laughs> like, what, what do we do? Like... What do we um, do I right think now? Was ready for that one. That's the truth. That's it. There but that, that's crazy that we can't not be ready for like what really be going on. Yeah. Like stuff really like if you're in the Christian walk and this is how I look at it. If some of the disciples got hung upside down on crosses or stoned, mm-hmm. me talking about a little masturbation, if that throws oh, you no. off. We're we're completely Come on now. You're not ready for what's going on here in this in this here walk. So I would think Jacob is probably the finest one. And then God almost like rewarded him for that. It's like here, everything. That's fake. Yeah. Yeah, take it. That's crazy. Yeah. That's my guy. So I'm gonna rock with the old testament too. Oh. I'm gonna go Eve. Ooh. What? Only because of that reaction right there. I, I feel like I feel like we beat Eve up a lot. Mm. And we're all deceived. Are we not Mm. all deceived? Yeah. It was Adam's fault. The whole Shabiel. But that's what I'm saying. So I feel like we we blame. We're quick to point fingers at Eve. 
But I want to give Eve a hug and tell her it's okay. I've been to see mm. you before, too. Well, you'll have a chance, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But I do want to ask her, come on, girl. Been, <laughs> in your mind, did you, like, did you sway with it or were you just, did you like, hesitate? Did you any, hesitate? You know, like, like, no. I, I do, I do want to ask that. Yeah. I yeah. do want to ask it. I feel like she did and hesitate then I when say, she asked the question. How did it taste? It probably tasted fire. <laughs> First of all, no, why, that's, a, that's a good question. Why are you though? talking to a serpent anyway? Well, I guess it was probably common. I'm pretty sure animals spoke. Right. So to her, it was natural. That's you know? crazy. But Adam should have been like, put the thing down. He should have, but you know. But he didn't. So he I'm going to go eat. Because up until today in history, we talked about this once before. Um, a man will literally disobey God for his wife in a moment. Like, so it's not even like it's a, a common thing. Yeah, it's not even. It's, <laughs> it's a common thing throughout scripture. Yeah, it's not even in life today. Today, so, yeah. It's mm. not even. If he's founded enough, then eh. But how? But here's enough. my thing, though. When we talk about being founded enough, this was literally the first person God right. made who knew. So, like, mm-hmm. how much more grounded do you have? But I think to now be? that we, because that's why the Bible is so fundamental, because we have the opportunity to learn from people. But do we though? Hey, I nothing's new under the sun. The same, <laughs> same <laughs> sins are here, right? Exactly. So, so, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's up to us if we choose whether or not we want to. I agree, but I think know. it's just a matter of we try to call it, we try to call stuff easy in this and a third. Because again, I no, look at it like this: not. there's literally disciples that walked with physical Jesus Himself and still messed up. Yeah, three years into it. Which what are you expecting out of me? We are so for thankful for God's grace. Yeah, so we thankful. Need it. He said it's new every day. He's Amen. like, I can't even give y'all old grace from two days ago. <laughs> y'all will find a way to mess it up. All right, so <laughs> tell me, how did you guys meet each other? Oh, gosh. Sounds cool when you say it. That is, okay. All right, so we met each other at Fusion. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Fusion. Uh, I guess I'll give timelines because that'll make the story easier. So probably I started going to Fusion last January. Mm-hmm. Shouts out to Zuri because that's actually who invited me. Oh, Zuri. Yes. Thankful the guy. Yes. Uh, on it. So awesome. Um, so probably like a month or two later, Pastor David was still preaching. I mm-hmm. think it was on a relationship series, I want to say. And he told us to pray in groups of three or four. Four? Uh, no, it was four. I can even name to you the people who were in that prayer oh group. Oh, gosh. It was Ike. <laughs> it was Ike, a girl named Jacqueline, who I haven't seen since then. Have you seen her mm. since then? One time we saw her. One time. We did see her, yes. Yeah. Um, and then Ed. So it was the four of us. Mm. And I prayed. We prayed for the person on our right. And Ed was on my right. So I prayed for mm. him. About my dad. About and I pray, about his about his relationship with his dad. Yeah. And then so after that, like didn't think anything of the interaction, like blah 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 blah. Like yeah. mentally, like I was not in a space to be looking for anybody, looking at anybody. So just like and I was also wilding out and traveling. Yeah. And, uh, so then I wait. Another, how long ago was this? Last year. This last, last year. year? Oh, yeah. Seventeen January. Okay. Yeah. So a year, four months, sixteen months. Ago. Yeah. So then. A couple more months went by, and the same thing happened. Pastor David said, pray for the people around you. And this time, Ed was like a row or so behind me, but there mm. weren't that many people between us. So, mm-hmm. like, it was just like, well, you're close. I'm close. Like, yeah. let's pray. Yeah. It was us, and then 
I don't remember who was there. One Punch Kev. Oh, One Punch Kev. It was three of us. Yeah. Uh, this, this guy, named, Ed nicknamed this the guy. name was Kevin. He goes to Fusion now, but I just called him One Punch Kev because one of his prayers was like he wanted to almost feel like a superhero. So I'm oh, like, I'm going to call okay. you. One, that's actually nice. Yeah, One Punch Kev. Yeah. Okay. That was hard. That's, yeah. that's pretty cool. That's so, awesome. again, <laughs> I prayed for Ed that mm-hmm. time. So, then another like couple months went by. Mm. And he asked me randomly. But that, think of, okay, so in that moment, because we, we talked about this later, I whatever I prayed about, I think I was praying about a woman at that point. Like, I was done. Uh, okay. I was done doing everything I was doing. Mm. So, like, I was praying for my wife, and I think she told one of I her I did. I, le- I left that time we prayed. No, that, that was the third time I prayed for you Could that have happened. Been third time. Could have been. It was the third time. That time, I didn't think anything of it either. Jeez. Because... Then you had asked me for my pen. He sat behind me, asked for my pen. Had his own pen. Okay, Ed. <laughs> had his own pen. Then the next, That's the, following, how do it? Okay. the following Tuesday, he asked me to borrow my notebook. Mm, he, and, was, he was and working put his it, way. And oh, put it on the floor. Put it on the floor. Didn't even use it. So then I turned back around. I was like, yo, give me back my book. Like... Kind of like you're kind of mean. Yeah, I was like you're not even using it, and you disrespected it, and you put it on the floor. Like give right. it back. She, she was mean. Nah, yeah. Was, you you but then crazy. again, after the notebook thing that same day, I he prayed for me, mm. and I remember I left there and I told one of my friends I was like, yo, I don't know who that guy was, but he prayed like he was my husband. Ooh. Like he was warring, like everything he was talking about. It was like he was talking about himself, but like with me. Like it was, yeah. it was just, it was, it was crazy because I don't even think I was. I probably uh, was I talking about you. I wasn't talking with anybody else. I it think was I was just, just that's what I wanted. It was just crazy. So then I was just like, yo, like that's crazy. So then I went to dinner like a week later. But the mind you, the person who she was telling this to, I liked. This is the guy she liked. Yeah. What? Y'all yeah. just got yeah. loops and turns. There's lots. This, this story is intense. But prior to that, so. There's in, a lot of little loops. In between in those two weeks, three weeks, I would see her after fusion with a guy. And I mm. told my sister every week, I'm like, there's something about this girl. I don't know what it is, but I like, there's something about this girl that's crazy special. I need to know her or something. But I'm like, she has a boyfriend. So, cause I didn't know, I never talked to her before. So I'm like, she has a boyfriend cause I kept seeing her with this guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say anything cause I'm yeah. not going to disrespect her relationships. But I just, no, you know, was like so something yeah. so crazy. So then after that, the same guy I was telling, like at that point, like we weren't trying to be together or anything like that. We went to dinner together and I was telling him like, yeah, I don't ever respond to my Instagram DMs. He's like, you never know who's going to be in your Instagram DMs. You need to reply. Uh. It goes down in the it goes down <laughs> So then, literally that next Tuesday, after church, after Fusion, Ed sent me a DM and I replied. And we've but been I'm, talking every day since. But I'm going to let you know, Fusion, and everybody in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't I, just do that. I tried to talk to her first. I, because okay. I was disobedient okay. in other aspects of my life mm-hmm. and kind of like still doing what I was doing. I had mm-hmm. some lingering things going on. I couldn't talk to her in the moment, but my every intention was to walk up and like introduce myself and yeah. talk to her in person. So that so when she left and I'm like entertaining BS, mm-hmm. and I'm just like I asked myself, I'm like, do I wait until next Tuesday or do I like find <laughs> her now? And I'm like, 
you can't wait. You got to be on the chase. You feel me? Yeah. So like I literally went on the fusion page because I remember her name and like typed in her name and she popped up. Oh, you, you I went on it. Hard. Yeah, okay. I was creeping hard. I was, okay. but it's he like, was working for this. Yeah, a week, a week is like too long. Like yeah. anything could happen. Yeah. Like, anything could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you had the, you know, the courage and the boldness to go ahead and do it then. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I was going to do it now. So I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm got on you. it, no. you know. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it that's how it all started. you gotta pursue pursuing is a but i will say though we were friends for a minute though like people at fusion would be like oh you guys are together you guys are together and we'd be like no we're just friends we're just i think friends. i just literally told her i remember we started first started talking i'm like i just want to know everything about you and i just want to be your friend and then i think after like two months of that i was like what's up that's like, awesome let's do that's it awesome. so even in that um all right like how did you know that ed with someone that you can enter a courtship with? Mm. Um, I think just that, like, he literally, from the beginning, from one of the first things he ever said to me, like, once I gave him my phone number, he was like, I really do genuinely want to be your friend. Mm. I want to know everything about you. And he did. He asked the questions. It never felt like he was trying to get to know me for something, if that makes mm. sense. Like, okay. it wasn't like yeah. he just wanted to get to know me to try to, like, you know, possibly, like, sleep with me or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, it never felt like that. It just genuinely felt like he just really wanted to get to know me. Like, he wanted to know the things of my past. Like, yeah. the things that hurt me. The things that made me happy. Like, he wanted to know everything about me, literally. Yeah. yeah. Did you see him as the husband type in that time? Or did it grow gradually? It grew. At first, <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh, he's so silly. As over here, she's <laughs> Like he's my first impression was he's so silly. Like, are we ever gonna have a serious conversation in life? I and thought then, they were all serious. Y'all have tons of serious. Oh, yeah. We do, we do. But then, well, he, but then he said this. Serious. He said yeah. this. And ladies, like this, this will tell you something. He ran. He probably doesn't remember asking me this. He randomly texted me and was like, "Do you want to live a life of comfort?" And mm. I was like, "Comfort." So my first thought was like, "I know." I was like, "Eh." I literally thought like going out into the world ministry and then I was like, what if he's talking about money? Like, mm. Do I want to live a life of comfort with money or whatever? And I literally yeah. texted him back. I said, I want to live a life where we go wherever God tells us to go. Mm. That's good. That's good. That was actually my deciding factor before I asked her out. Mm. Cause I was like, and yeah. And then later, probably a couple days later. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm super missionary focused and mm -hmm. like always believe that God might uproot me or us or whoever, whoever my wife is and just, we might just have to leave. We might have to leave the three-bedroom white picket fence because other people are, are more in need. Or mm -hmm. I might come home and be like, hey, babe, I feel like we should give all of our savings to this cause. Do we trust? Do we trust? God? Like, you know? And again. But I'm going to say in that, I'm going to say, let me pray about it. Yeah. Too. If God told you that, he's going to tell me the okay. same thing. And it, might, and, it might, and it might not never happen. Yeah. But before you even get involved, like why not know that? Like this is this no, is what's going good. on. Yeah. You know, yeah. are you willing to give it up? And I'll say for me, I all like I think at first I might have I didn't say it this way, but kind of used it like I feel like God said you should be my wife. And also, ladies, be skeptical whenever any dude mm -hmm. says that because yeah. you can make oh, that yeah. anything. Yeah. But God kind of gave me a, not kind of, he did, gave me a flashback on what happened when I first knew. And it's like we were again at Fusion one time and I was coming from like the bathroom way and from where I sit. So not the back way, but the bathroom way. And I saw her and it literally looked like she was the only person sitting mm -hmm. in the entire session. It's like there was literally just like 
a beam of light on her and she was the yeah. only person sitting there and i think that was prior to those two weeks and i just was like that's when i yeah started trying to sit by her like ask her <laughs> i'm like yo there's something going on here yeah. and then it's crazy because i was listening to a dr miles sermon and it and how it's bibly translated it was the definition of when it says basically god pulled Eve from the rib and then placed her in front of Adam. The Hebrew word for whatever word that was, mm -hmm. was displayed. He didn't mm -hmm. tell Adam, to, like, this is going to be your wife. He just put her in front of him, like, displayed her, and he was like, wow, right. like, his whole yeah. life opened up. Yeah. So it's like, at 27 years, 26 at the time, that is the first time I ever felt like that in my mm -hmm. entire life, like, ever yeah. saw stuff that way. So I'm just like, no, that's good. And you know what? I must commend you because I love the fact that you pursued her. Because in, in today's yeah, I time... Any, I didn't do anything. Yeah, like in today's time, it's especially as single women, we feel the need sometimes to do the pursuing. And it shouldn't be like that. And we you don't know, like we put you our, guys when you do it. It creeps <laughs> exactly, us out. Exactly. You know, well, and that... Was, and from coming from single ladies, not myself, but just what I've heard, they're like, well, you know, the guys sit around, they take forever, and then, you know, the time goes by, nothing ever happens. You're scared of what the case is. Right. But, you know, I love the fact that you pursued her, because even in today's time, guys don't really do that a lot anymore. But either. it's crazy, because it's, it's, we talked about this last night, and <laughs> it's expected almost, like, this is how it's looked at, mm -hmm. as a guy, because I've talked to girls like this at Fusion, at other churches, women are a... Christian women expect us to do the work. I need you to be like this. I need you to be like that. I need you to be doing this. I need you to have that. Mm -hmm. But don't ever look at themselves as having to make any changes or like do any gross. Or if you point something out to them, it's kind of like, oh, what, mm. is, what are you trying to do? Like that's it can't that's interesting. be. It can't be a yeah. one side. And then also in the sense of you know saying you didn't have to do anything. So like, yeah, I I did. Like, I did a lot. I did do a lot. You know, you got to respond. Mm -hmm. I did do you gotta a lot. Put and forth the was, effort. You know, I had to break previous soul ties before any of this could like move right. forward. Like I had to do that. But um, I remember I told Ed I was like, I am one of God's best kept secrets. And I'm like, what does that mean? That sounds fire flame. I was like, I know. The only reason you come into step into me is because mm -hmm. God sent you. Because I literally yeah. told God. I'm tired. Yeah. I was done too. Yeah. I was yeah. through. I'm telling you. I was content being Yeah, appalled. that's the truth yeah, right there. Because I always, I always tell too. people, like, when Jaron and I started dating, I got to the point where I was like, God, if the next person isn't my husband, don't send anybody in front of yeah, me. I don't yeah. want to talk to nobody. I don't want to see nobody. I'm so, cool. Literally, I believe that too. Yeah, fullest, I'm but, kicking like, it. And we both were at the same point. I just was like, I was through. The girls I was meeting, like, I was at Fusion like a whole year and a half. Didn't yeah. talk to no girls. Yeah. Like I was talking to a girl outside of church, but I knew she wasn't going to be around much longer. But I love that girl mm -hmm. and thought like that would be the girl. But that's like you realize also like this. We've been this is exactly the crazy the chapter in the book, and you're not offended by me saying what I say. No. The chapter of the book that we're actually reading that our accountability couple gave us is there's a good choice mm -hmm. and there's a God choice mm. and we as people usually yeah. go, with go with the good choice yeah. so I appreciate the people she's met that she mm -hmm. maybe thought that was a good choice for just at a third and she does the same thing you know yeah. for me because yeah. it helps me like see that like what I think is good and what I could be happy settling with essentially mm -hmm. what it is or I won't say settling because that's belittling us as people 
content and comfortable with. Mm-hmm. Like it's like, okay, this is my ultimate level of comfort. I don't ever have to change again. I can be who I am and right. I'm cool with this. Yeah, it's good. different than God who always wants us to grow yeah. and evolve. And yeah. yeah. So this podcast, um, really the vision behind it is really to promote courtship. Mm-hmm. So you guys are courting. Right. So kind of tell us, um, and be as transparent as possible, what would you say is the hardest part right now of your courtship? I'm not having sex. sex. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you don't want me to give that, like, no, I can give a different answer, but that no. that's honestly. What's another answer? It is sex, like us not being out sex, which I think is great that... It's a, it's, a, it's a it's a good thing. It's the same for us, but it also makes it hard. Yeah. Yeah. How do you guys handle that? How do we handle it now? How do you survive? Barely. <laughs> no, no we, don't barely we don't survive. barely survive. Yeah, I was gonna but, say. I, you <laughs> yeah, we don't. Yeah, I think I think it's knowing knowing our own personal limits, and then also just because we've commun we. Because we only can communicate yeah. verbally, yeah. Bingo. we've yeah. been able to talk yeah. about. So I know now, like what his limits are. Even if he's like saying, "Oh no, I'm okay," I'm like, "That's mm. not okay for you." Like, yeah. we've talked about different situations. Like, that's not okay for you. So then yeah. I'm helping keep him accountable just as much as he helps keep me yeah. accountable. So, yeah. so in, um, some of our previous ep- episode, well, one of our previous episodes, we talked about boundaries, just how important they are. In a successful courtship, mm-hmm. um, what are some boundaries that you guys have set for yourselves? I personally <laughs> want to say the boundary thing is weird. Yeah. Because other people will like impose mm-hmm. what their boundaries were, and it's like that's not a problem for us, mm-hmm. and that doesn't make it a better. Like I'd heard, you know, oh, we can't hold hands, we can't even hug. Like that's <laughs> I'm not like I don't feel I'll like say we don't give like. We do, we hold hands, we hug, but we won't give, like, long, enduring, you know, like, okay. super, like, okay. I mean, unless, yeah. like, I'm upset, but that's, you know, that's, like, a different yeah. level. But it's, like, we hang out for, like, we hang out for days, there'll be two or three days that go by, like, we don't even kiss, or, like, I might mm-hmm. kiss her before I go to work, and it's just, like, a pecker. We just mm-hmm. don't be, mm-hmm. we're not, that's not our main focus in life, mm-hmm. like, oh, I can't Well, not sex. in life, but, but in yeah. your courtship. In, in the courtship, yeah. court yeah. I think yeah. we just yeah. focus on... Focus on God. We focus on communicating and talking. We focus in like we do spend a lot of time with our fa- like we make it intentional to like this spend weekend. Time with both of our families. We'll hang out with the family, out with friends. Like mm-hmm. her roommate keeps us accountable. Yeah, accountable. my roommate. So yeah, so so do you guys? So say for instance, with your roommate, do you guys usually spend time together while she's there, or do you spend time when she's not there? We both. do spend time when she's not. We okay. spend time. We I will be. I'll be transparent. We spend time together alone a lot. Hmm. I have like the way our work schedule is set up. Yeah. I, work, I work he works nights and I work days. So we see yeah. each other between me getting off and him going, going to, to taking work. a nap to go to work. So usually between five thirty and probably eight thirty, unless it's a Monday through Friday, mm. that's our time together. So sometimes it might be alone, but it's yeah. not a we're not sitting on top of each other. We're not like <laughs> yeah. we'll probably go out to eat or she'll make dinner mm. and all and she'll be like like I'll be in her room sometimes. She'll be making dinner in the kitchen, and she'll be like, "Babe, come sit on the couch and read." Yeah, mm-hmm. like That's come interact, our, like come yeah. hang out, like interact, like or like while I'm cooking, he'll help me do the dishes. Like I always do the dishes, yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like we interact with each other, but I don't think we're just not always thinking about. It's not always sex, sex, sex because we we set the boundaries early. Because I think the first month we or keep two, busy. 
Yeah, the mm-hmm. first to month the point or where two. It's not like, well, I ain't got nothing else to do. We're just sitting here looking at each other. Yeah, we didn't even, I don't even think, we decided like not even to kiss, like I think our first month of dating. Yeah. And then we, she went yeah. to Peru for our mission trip and she came back after 10 days and we, I took, like I picked her up from the airport, no, I picked her up from the church, took her to her parents' house and then like was opening the garage and I like hugged her and it was like the most awkward kiss I ever, but I overthought it because I'm like, we're not supposed to be kissing, but I really miss you. And then I kissed her and it was weird. Mm. And so, so did you guys remove kissing from your courtship for now or do you still kiss? I kiss her to go to work. It's not like a make out. Yeah. I kiss her like. So I would do that as a boundary. Yeah. Yeah, That's a boundary for us. But it's, I think it's because we didn't, we this is like because you're supposed to, we're we're all about intentionality. That's actually the word of the week. Mm-hmm. But I think Thanks it's to your husband. Yeah, I think it's not. I think we didn't say, oh, we're not gonna kiss, or we are gonna kiss. They just right. kind of develop themselves, if that makes sense. Like yeah. we just don't. So, yeah. So in a sense, it sounds like you guys do have boundaries. Yeah. It's just that you don't necessarily they're not highlighted that yeah, whatever the case paper. may be. But yeah, that's awesome. So just, what would you say? Um, and the season is a highlight of your courtship. What's one thing that you really, really appreciate in the season? Oh, never been asked that before. About her? About myself? No, about your courtship. In this I can, I can say I appreciate with Ed working this job. I literally can see his willingness to sacrifice. Mm. That's mm. good. Yeah. And just like with the idea of course, courting, of course, the the goal is marriage. That that's something that you don't usually get to see until you're already married. The sacrifice, the willingness to. I mean, he'll lose sleep to do something. Like, right mm-hmm. now, he would normally be yeah. sleeping. Thanks but like for being here. Yeah. But, like, <laughs> right. little things like that. Like, if I was in um, a music video, and he spent, like, it was an eight-hour shoot all day on Saturday. Mm. He spent the entire day with me. Yeah. Because he didn't want me to have to be there by myself. Yeah. So, just sacrifice is definitely, like, awesome. my favorite thing. Like, watching. Yeah. And I've just watched him grow so much. Like, just over these oh, last couple yeah. of months. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Listen, y'all. Ed used to be my small group. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, the Ed now and the Ed that first came in my small group, yeah. two different people, Intense man. man. Two, I tell you, Jesus changed my life. <laughs> yeah, like I literally, I literally watched it. I mean, I, I don't know well. what he was like was super well. before, yeah. but like yeah, yeah. just in the last like months of us dating, like I can literally just see so much growth. Yeah. I just see so many more characteristics of Jesus just mm-hmm. every single day. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's us, fire. Good. Thank you, guys. <laughs> wow. Um. I would say for me, I think it might be kind of a selfish reason, like what I appreciate out of our courtship. But for me, I feel like, I honestly feel like everything is a first. Like I kind of hinted at that earlier. It's like the first woman I've been with, the first woman I'm seeing for herself. Like the first time I'm really seeing God like filter everything that's going like not even just like by week by like day by day like he Mm -hmm. shows me stuff i get to see stuff i get to appreciate i understand commitment now i understand being intentional i understand like leading and like setting goals and stuff like that so i think it's just really really more i've almost like seeing god and how he intended for stuff to be is like Mm -hmm. the highlight and then to uh bring Ariel in my life who doesn't like it's never a like 
uh, try to change me. Whereas like most women kind of like, you need to do this, you need to do that. It's just like, Mm -hmm. it would be cool if you did this. It would, or like, do you ever thought about this? Like asking in a question form or just like giving me insights on myself in like the most loving manner. I think that's like, it's like, why would you not want to do that forever? And of course, like we disagree, we probably disagree as people say, Chop it up to perspective. Yeah. People see us all the time and like, oh, you guys don't, we disagree every day. There, we are two completely different people. Yeah. Like, Especially if you know us individually, you know that we are very, very different. Yeah. We are not the same kind of person. I got in trouble last track. night. Not trouble. We don't even call it trouble. <laughs> yeah. I had to go off a little bit. Not go off. Cause you weren't yet. I had to say something. Yeah. I had to voice my thoughts on this. She moves super fast for no reason. <laughs> and like, like okay, like, okay, I'm just going to her house, uh, unlock the door, or I have a key to her house. She has a key to my house in case of emergencies or anything that goes on. Um, so I'm like, had food in my hand and something else. And like, I look at the key in my pocket. She looks at the door and looks at the key. And I already know I am not moving fast enough. <laughs> Then we get in the house, and she's like, I'm like, uh, I had the food. I'm trying to put it down. She's like, can you do this? And then I, I put the food down. And she asked me again. I'm like, I heard you the first time. Like, let me finish with my previous task here. But she just moves with, like, super purpose. Mm-hmm. That's really – it's not, it's an amazing quality that, like – and, again, it's something I never knew, like, a woman should really have. She moves with purpose. Like, when yeah. she sets she out – yeah, when she sets out to do something, she's trying to get it done to move yeah. on to the next thing. I live a very non-anxious, yeah, carefree, chill. Chill, you know. Might do Ooh, forty. Might that's be normal. Back. That's normal. On the highway, uh, doing forty. You know. We're... Oh no! Actually, I got in the car with Ed, but well, here's what Ed does when he. Well, I hope you don't do it anymore. But I remember when we were in the car with Carlina. Um, but Ed was driving, and he would turn his head completely <laughs> so around. So he still does the that. And look at you while keeping in mind while he's on the highway driving. So he's still all does the way that. around. Giving oh, you but my he, undivided. He gives you his undivided. But I'm like, we're driving. We're like, driving. Yeah. Notice if you've ever seen Listen. us in the car together. Notice who is always driving. Ooh. I am always driving because I'm like, I you. can't. I'll just Carlina was, was so scared. She's like, Ed, Ed, we can talk later. We can talk later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm give, I try to respect everybody. Because I know his you see in the back of his head. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to respect. No. You're no, saying not something. in the car, man. No. That's it. I need my life. We try not to switch. You use the mirror, like, occasionally. We try, we try not to switch up from place to place yeah, on this That's why I literally always yeah. drop. Ooh, talk oh, man. You. But, yeah, thank you guys. That? Thank you so much for being honest and transparent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so, just for the last few minutes, share with us about um, Speak Life, uh, about the podcast, and... And, and why you guys started it? All right, cool. You want to keep it a thousand? Yeah, <laughs> keep it a thousand. On, speak on it then. Um, so about a year or so ago, God gave me the vision to fill kind of like a niche that I had, like an itch where I was like, ah, I don't really have anything because I work and I listen to music, sermons, all kinds of different things mm-hmm. all day at work. And I felt like there was no space where people were just having casual conversation just Mm. about true things going on in life, like as a Christian. I felt like one was either a sermon where a pastor's preaching or one was just something where the people weren't even really like being fully transparent, just kind of just quoting scripture to be quoting Mm. scripture. But 
if you're not quoting the scripture and applying it to your life or just voicing your struggles with it, then that's not fully transparent because that's yeah. not everybody's walk. Yeah. So, um, one of the first things Ed asked me when we started courting was, um, what were like some of the things that I felt like were my purpose in life? And I was I, asking five questions. Yeah, apparently. Wow. Yeah. Where was I at for this? And I told, I Holy told Spirit him, rain. I told him it about is. it. And I didn't have a name for it or anything. I was just like, mm. I just feel like I'm supposed to be on a mic speaking to people. Yeah, that's good. And I was like, I feel like, I don't know what that looks like, what platform. I don't I don't know, but I'm supposed to be doing this. Mm. And he was literally like, okay. So then the new year rolled around. And he's like, hey, what's going on with that podcast? You haven't mm. done anything with it. Like, what's, what's going on? Yeah. And I was like, oh, like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then, like, literally every day he would ask me, did you buy the mics? Did you buy the mics? Did you buy the mics? So then I finally bought the mics because I got tired of masking. <laughs> and then he was like, okay, let's record. As uh, soon as I, as soon as the mics got delivered to my house, he was like, all right, let's record. And then just started see? moving from there. And That's why you guys compliment each other. Yeah. You help speed him up. He helps slow you down and get to it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I, awesome. I don't know. <laughs> I probably still would have been putting that thing off. <laughs> like, ah, it'll get done. Like, it'll get done. And I'm really not a procrastinator, but I think, like, I know, um, I voice this on, like, the our podcast episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my biggest insecurities is, like, my voice, is speaking and the things that... You and Ashley. Yeah, the things, like, <laughs> that I feel like, I don't know, like, because I don't really have, like, I don't consider myself having a big personality. I feel like my personality, personality can be kind of, like, if I don't yeah. really know you, I'm probably yeah. not going to talk to you. I don't like small talk. Like, I don't do very well with that kind of thing. But when we hang out together, like, in our alone time, I think alone time is... I shouldn't say that. I think it's good. Whatever. That's my opinion. I'm yeah. not God, so don't agree. I like your personality. But, yeah. So her personality yeah. is <laughs> Yeah, so that was just, like, one of my insecurities. So, like, I was just like, oh, like, who's going to want to come on the episode and, like, just sit there right. and talk with me? Nah. Like, that's going to be so awkward. I'm not going to know what to say. So, like, I just literally, like, thought of every excuse and mm. everything possible, like, not to do it, which is just the enemy, like, basically, yep. like, trying to stagnate you, you. And, yeah, from, yeah. like, what your bigger purpose and calling is. So, yeah. that's yeah. that's literally just how it started. Awesome. And then Ed just, like, I didn't expect to have a co-host. So, he just was, like, supportive of me. Like, oh, this is, like, yours. This is, you know, the vision God gave you. And it just, like, so happened, like, every single episode. Like, the first four or five, he just would happen to be there and would have, like, mm. a two cents, a comment to throw in or whatever and it just like it flowed yeah so i was like this isn't just mine like this is ours yeah that's awesome and um you guys can check out and speak life on spotify yeah it's that simple and they also have an instagram i believe it's and speak life as well too speak life podcast speak life podcast podcast. so i will be tagging it on our instagram um we'll be tagging you as well yes double back definitely that's ed trying to knock over my laptop but it's okay all right so now we're going to kind of transition into our last and final segment our situation situation Sticky situation, uh, I'm sticky situation, uh, sticky situation, situation. Sorry, I gotta tell you about a tight situation. I'm hemmed up, I'm in a sticky situation. I don't know what to do, and I might not make it work. What should I do? I'm in a sticky situation. Who's first? Uh, Ours is like a shared one. 
It's like the only st- situation that we could think that of. we could think yeah. of. Okay. Uh, this okay. one time we were like with uh, people like others, and we were having like a discussion about almost like a discussion about boundaries or just perspective mm. on boundaries. How like one person and like the girl may feel something's okay, and the guy may feel it's not okay. Yeah. But in reverse. It's not okay. Like, the, like yeah. it was cool for the girl to do or the guy to do, mm-hmm. but when they say it in reverse, the other person essentially doesn't like the same thing. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So yeah. we were talking about, basically, I'm the guy. We'll just talk about us or use us as the example, okay. not talking about us. So if Ari doesn't like something, you're not allowed to call her Ari, it's Ariel. If Ariel doesn't like something and I do it, it's a problem. But if she does it, she mm. almost expects me to be okay with it mm-hmm. for whatever justifiable reason she comes up with. So, and vice shade. versa. So, it's not shade. Yeah, okay. this isn't really It's us. not about us. So. It's, it's, oh, liter- it's yeah. literally not it's us. It's literally okay. not us. She okay. said I would say names, so we're just oh. going to use us in so, the matter. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. really not us. So, during the conversation, uh, I interjected, you know, to the people we were talking to that and you... And then I, per se, like the other person... Tell Ed you're insecure. Yeah, that you do have to be like understanding. Like you're basically, as the woman, you mm-hmm. basically are saying it's okay for you to do what you're what you're mad at him for doing. And then I said that we're basically we're talking about friendships. Let's just say it like this. I'll say it the way it really was about friendships. If I have homegirls who are friends, mm-hmm. if me and one of my homegirls at any point in our friendship cross the line of friends, and then I start talking to Ari, I can't be like, oh, that's just my friend. Oh, okay. You can't you can't do that. That yeah. you cross that bound, that's out the window. So therefore, during the situation, we were talking about boundaries and friendships, mm-hmm. and I'm like, the boundary of friendship was crossed. So therefore, if I'm entering into a courtship and relationship with this woman, I can ask or say whatever I want about whatever I want. And you will. Oh, I have no problem. You're not going to beat me up. That's the bo- That's maybe not even spiritual. That's the bottom line. You're not about to beat me up. So I'm about to say what I want to say. And if you do feel like you can beat me up, I'm still going to say what I want to say and we can mm-hmm. fight about it. That's cool. Mm-hmm. But in the in the situation, the other person was like, oh, you're being insecure. Nah, my N-word. I'm say a radio cut. I'm not being insecure. That's what I'm saying. If you're if you're you're I feel like it's unwise to enter into a courtship and not talk about the past. Okay. Not talk yeah, about that's what's how going that's on. when things get sticky. Because it's gonna come mm-hmm. up eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I wanna I wanna know why why you're like this you want to know why i'm like this so to call me inquiring about a situation that i'm involved in being insecure that i told the person that that was very naive on your part Mm. and that you can't really look at it that way and the person didn't say nothing else end quote yeah end quote (laughs) it's like it was over because it's just like you can't you should you should be able to talk and Mm -hmm. in most relationships we wouldn't dive deep People don't even really ask those questions, yeah. don't really find out yeah. about people's nothing. And honestly, it's because they don't want to hear the answer or mm-hmm. they don't want to like start to really have to think. Like we as men, we try to we try to put Dave Chappelle said it best. I'll say it like this. He said, calling someone crazy is dismissive. 
Mm-hmm. It's better to say, I don't understand you, oh, yeah. or okay. I don't know how to deal with what you're saying, or I'm not yeah. at a place in myself where I can acknowledge that about me to help you find a solution. But to just call somebody insecure, crazy, whatever, whatever, that's <laughs> you, you immature. That yeah, I was ready to win it. I was all for it. I'm like, oh, snap. Your friends aren't going to be my friends. What were you doing? She was on my I was sitting there saying what I'm sitting there like, oh, my gosh. Like... <laughs> But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm like, I got his back. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, whatever sorry. the rest of y'all got going on, y'all yeah. got going on. But I got his back. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't and I don't ever want to fight. I'm not a fighting type of person. I didn't, but, but I never was worried about that. I never thought, like, this is about to end in a fight. Yeah. Never but, thought yeah. that. Yeah. My mind just is always there. It is there. Yeah. I, I take it wherever it has to go. <laughs> but it's just my whole biggest thing is for us all, especially as men, to understand each other to understand ourselves more so like don't at you asking your girl like oh who's that guy that's not being insecure like first off when you become if the goal is to be with a woman until marriage yeah yeah, i'm gonna want to know who's and you should yeah who's this person there my friends that are girls i introduce them all to area like Mm -hmm. this is my friend this, mm-hmm. and I do the same yeah this is my girl like this she does the same thing these are my people I hang out with like that's because we're integrating in each other's lives so it's yeah. it's it keeps the the goal of our relationship I will say the foundation of our relationship I'm not saying outside of God but in God is communication and just trying to give the enemy as little foothold it's foothold as possible and not yeah. even just the enemy yeah. is in the devil just the, our past, the thoughts in our mind, mm-hmm. and the and things that kind of make us like second guess or yeah. things. That's yeah. our main focus. And I completely agree with that. We talked about that previously before, just eliminating all possibilities for the enemy to use yep. people or situations to really turn your relationship around. So I completely agree with you. You know, that's an understandable situation. <laughs> well thank you guys again so much for joining us and just taking this time to chat with us um we sincerely appreciate you guys ashley will not be back next week she'll be back the week after that for our dating turned. in atlanta she is uh, just having the time of her life so i do hope she enjoys do it while it. you're single yes yeah yes you get in a relationship you I can't mean, you can travel, you can travel together, together yeah. but like the it solo the solo like going literally where different. you want to go yes, yes. yes yeah definitely um we have yeah. to decide on stuff together Right. Third. Like, exactly. where haven't you been? You know, like that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. So, per usual, guys, have a blessed week. Stay situation free. And don't forget to check out Speak Life, Speak Life and Speak Life on Spotify. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Para el mundo